On this podcast clip, I had Houston Crosta, who's the founder of Houston's Hot Chicken. And we talked about why that franchise is gonna make so much more than all the other fast food franchises like McDonald's and Burger King and all these ones that have been around way longer. And one of the big keys to this is that they're selling high ticket items. And I think this is a trend that is going to change the fast casual industry as time goes on. So definitely check out this clip. Shake Shack's killing it. Um, you said Kane's is another one that kills it. Kane's is phenomenal because they don't have any other items besides chicken fingers, right? So now, what, what does a Kane's make? Kane's, they gross. I don't know what they net because they're not publicly traded. Um, they're a lot of their gross data is available because of landlords, right? Getting the AVs and sharing that information, you know, because they lease all their buildings. Right. Keynes is a. It's it's very interesting. There's a there's a podcast with Guy. Uh, forgot his name. Guy something. He uh, how I built this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, I've seen that guy. Yeah, yeah he interviews um, the founder of Raising Keynes and he talks about the pandemic and and all the stuff that they were doing. And Keynes actually just goes out and gets a massive amount of debt says, we'll pay whatever amount of rent you want, build out this store for us, right? The way we want it, pad only, build build the suit building. And and they're paying, you know, $25,000, $30,000 a month in rent, which is really high because they they do about five to $6 million in sales in really good locations. And their average stores do $4 million. Right. At a $7 average ticket, that is so, so much many money. people. Yeah. That is so many people. That's like three times the amount of people that I would do, right? It, it actually is three times the amount of people. Yeah. So they're making great money. But like, you know, we, we talked about this, Edmund and I. I said, why would we want to compete in that space, right? I mean, you- Kane's already owns that space. Kane's does. And there's a company called Dave's Hot Chicken that's trying to compete in that space, right? Chicken tenders only, right? And, and they do chicken tenders, right? On a bun or off a bun, so you want three tenders or two tenders and they, they'll do like two sliders, right? And and they're doing the same thing. And, and they've done a very fast food approach to this Nashville hot chicken. Now they've got an immense amount of franchises. I heard they had like 850 franchises committed last year, right? And and that's only the company oh, started Dave's. in Dave's. Yeah, the company started in 2017. So they did a really good job of scaling fast, but they're having this like wild honeymoon phase where like you can see their stores lines out the door, right? But then- two or three months later, it's like a normal yeah. restaurant, you know? Right. And uh, if you look at their their store accounts on like Placer, you ever use Placer? No. Placer AI is like- um, Oh, I've seen that. Yeah, to see all the traffic data. And yeah, but it's that really through. good data. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it'll like, it like shows you where they go. Like yeah. almost like a GPS. Yep, yep. So um, tell me about that. If you use that system, it shows you your demographic, where they come from, where they shop, who they are. And I run those occasionally on my stores and some of the other interesting companies that I want to look at stores. And um, the honeymoon phase is real. It's a real thing, right? New business opens up, everybody tries it, three, four months in, and then your sales plummet. Mm. That hasn't happened to us yet because we have good food. Now, Dave's, in order to compete at a raising Cane's level, think about Cane's and how solidified they are in the market at this point, I wouldn't be surprised if they owned all of the chicken farms that produce all of their food. It's all proprietary, right? This farm only makes food for these Cane's restaurants. These potatoes are only grown for Cane's, just like in and out where their right. their support is just dialed down to the minuscule thing, the minuscule data, right? To For Dave's to compete in that level is impossible. It would take them 10 years to get there, mm. right? And so I didn't want to be there. I wanted to be above that. Personally, 
my like personality is a little more premium bougie. Yeah. You know, what, what, what shoes are you wearing right now? Yeah. The Louis Vuitton <laughs> shoes, man. I got this Versace jacket, this RM watch, these diamonds on the, the thing, the you know, million dollar yeah. car outside. I, I don't know. I guess I just, I don't fit the bill for the Dave style chicken. Yeah, you're right? not going to open a McDonald's. I just can't do it. You know? And I'm not trying to say like I'm pretentious, right? Cause I was just like you. I mean, when I was 25, I was a cable guy. Yeah. Started my first little business renting scooters, turned it into cars, and now we're here, right? So I just happen to like these little things that are <laughs> very expensive for no reason. <laughs> for no so, reason other than you can buy them. Yeah. So when you look at those different models, the value is in the wealth. Just like we talked about at your desk about 10 minutes ago before we started this podcast. Yeah. The yeah. big money's in the big houses. Yeah. No, 100%. Right? I think- I've learned this too. High ticket does two things. One is it has way higher profit margins, right? Um, And two, it gives you a better customer, Mm -hmm. right? Like you have less headache. Less complaints. Yeah, you're just dealing with a higher quality customer. And so most of my businesses are all high ticket. You know, you want to get taxed with me? It's going to cost you way more than most tax companies, but we're going to give you a better service. You know, our our coaching isn't cheap. Our e-com's not cheap. Nothing is cheap. To your point of I... You know, I, I just want premium stuff. I don't want to play games with the low ticket, high volume items. If you start in the low area, it's hard to climb out of it, yeah. right? It's easy to go from a high ticket item, right? Like it's easy to sell Louis Vuitton at Ross, right? Because there's always a crazy people that want to front that they can afford that, right? And buy that. But when you start a brand at Ross, it's hard to get into the form shops, Caesar's Palace, right? Right. So like- if, if he doesn't work out on the top, you can always go down, right? If I ever felt like Houston's Hot Chicken wasn't doing a good job, I could always lower the prices, right? Right. You know, but in the reality is, it's like, just like I learned with car rentals, I used to rent like Corvettes and like the $100,000 sports cars. Mm-hmm. I just always had problems. Most of my content was coming from that customer, right? Was the- $100,000 cars? Yeah, they were like, because I, I rented a Lamborghini for $2,500 for the day. And then I had the Corvette for like 900. So it would bring in the guy for the 2,500, be like, oh, I want that one, but I can't afford it. I'll take this one. But because this one is cheaper, I look at this one like I can mess it up or I can drive it harder or I can do more bad things with this because it's a lower value product. I wouldn't do that with a Lamborghini. Right. Right. So like that customer always gave me problems. They always were the ones that were complaining the most and the gas, they put 87 octane in it yeah. when you can't like just the littlest, stupidest details. Yeah. So for any of you guys who have a business, think about that, right? Like <clears throat> I always tell people with whether it's social media or business, first define your avatar. Who's the people you want to work with? Mm-hmm. Right. And, you know, for me, I like working with, you know, higher level people, people who, you know, are more respectful, people who are you know, going to treat things nicely and, you know, just, it's a different quality of person. And, um, I've thought about this a lot and, and actually to the point of Houston's hot chicken, you know, I've thought about restaurants and things before and I'm like, well, you know, the turnover in restaurants is so high, right? It's a minimum wage job. Like, man, here at all my other companies, we have no turnover because like they all get paid well. It's a very high quality employee. And so I've been like, man, I don't want any businesses that deal with, you know, more of the minimum wage stuff. But when I went to Houston's, it was different. Like you have very quality employees. So pay them good. Yeah. I mean, the inflation's a real thing, right? But like I pay them good. You know, I mean, at the end of the day, you pay for loyalty, right? You pay for trust, 
right? And you pay for brand representation. You know, a lot of people don't understand when they get a job, that job is there not to pay their bills. It's there to build everybody around them, their culture, right? To build that company, you know? And it's like, we have meetings on Fridays and all the company gets together and we all nitpick each other. What are you doing wrong? What's this person doing wrong? It's like an open, you know, point the finger session, right? And it's it's healthy because, you know, a couple guys get up, they fight each other, not physically, but you know, yeah. we really argue and we get all that, we air it all out. And it, it creates this like really open environment, you know? And we do the same thing at Houston's Hot Chicken, right? We hold everybody accountable because as a group, they get paid in tips, yeah. right? In addition. Now our restaurants see twenty five thousand dollars a month on tips. Yeah, if there's twenty five to thirty people that are employed in the entire restaurant, that's like a thousand dollars bonus every month for a person. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of money, right? Yeah. When you're making fifteen to eighteen dollars an hour and your check is two thousand five hundred dollars for the two weeks you worked, and then you get a twenty percent bonus on the top of that because you're doing good service. Yeah, that's a big deal. Yeah. Right. And so that environment, you know, these guys, they work together. Right. Whereas if you go to like the casino, the dealer is there to get his paycheck so he can pay his rent. Right. He's there. He's doing a menial task, not giving out good service. He's just physically there. They're, they've got their masks on They're straight face. They don't speak, you know, yeah, it's hard to get that. Now you go into the high limit pit. Oh, they got the girls with their shirts down. They got the whole nine yards out there for these guys mm-hmm. because those tips from the whales pay for the rest of the dealers. Right. Right. And so it's that same thing, you know, that same philosophy, right? If you work for tips, you know, you end up getting a better customer, right? right? Because they get that little bonus and that pays for their going out, you know, that pays for their movies, right? Or their car payment. Right. <laughs> you know, hundred no, percent. So, yeah. So I agree. High ticket like makes a lot more sense. So what, what, what does a Chipotle make you think? You know, I'd like to look that up, but Chipotle's, all the big boys run over two and a half, three million dollars a year in yeah. gross revenue. Right. And um, Chipotle's margins are probably the same, twenty-five to thirty percent. Chipotle probably has a lot more waste, right? Because they let that food sit there. You know, they cook five different proteins. Right. right? They've got all these vegetables. Not all fresh made. It's just it's fresh made, but they make it in the morning and then they let it sit there. And so, like, if they have a slow day, the chicken might go bad. They throw it away. Right. Like Cafe Rio. You know, these like self-service um, subway style or, or like sandwich style build your own burrito places have a lot of waste, right? They have a lot of overhead. There's a huge kitchen staff, right? So their, their margins are going to be less than like fine casual where it's sandwiches, you know, where yeah. it's like burgers or chicken or something because everything's made to order. When you have a order a Shake Shack, you just put the meat on the grill, then you make it right. It's not like a burrito. Yeah. You don't, they don't have like to make a bunch. Yeah. yeah they, they don't take the prepped carne asada, start grilling it and then make you a burrito. It's yeah. already made. So, um, that system is cool for efficiency, right? Like it takes longer to get your food at Shake Shack, but you're going to make more money. Right. right? That makes sense. So our average ticket time is like four minutes. Yeah. Cause you're you making know, it right there. It's fresh. Yeah. Yeah. So what are these, um, we can cut it right there. It's an alarm. It's telling me to, to check my bets. Check your bets. I bet on baseball now. I don't know why. It's just. It's a stupid hobby. I just, I do it randomly too. I don't know anything about baseball. You know, I know you said you play yeah. professional baseball, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I just pick the ones that have the biggest minus number. I'm like, boom, 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 pick three <laughs> and bet a thousand bucks a day. That's great. Yeah. But I win a lot, you know? <laughs> and it's for fun. So with McDonald's and Burger King and, you know, Del Taco, which is my favorite restaurant of all time. Um, like what are these stores breaking in? 
7%, 8% margins. They're really low margin. Yeah, they have really low the, food. I mean, what's the gross? Because there's so many of them. Um, they, Del Taco, I know a little bit more about Del Taco than the other ones um, because I took over a Del Taco location, a corporate store. Um, it was bringing in about 90000 a month, which is about $3,000 a day. And they were open almost 24 hours, right? So they closed between 2 a.m. and 4, 5 a.m. So they were closed three hours a day. Um, and Del Taco is what, like a dollar thirty nine a taco now, right? right? It used to be like sixty nine cents. Yeah, you cannot, period, get food that cheap anymore, and they can't hold employees because they're seven eight dollars an hour. Their their margins are built on minimum wage, mm-hmm. right? Their managers are making fourteen dollars an hour, mm. right? Like our starting wage is higher than that, so like their margins are so low because they just. Their, their food is so cheap, right? I mean, you're supposed to be out of a Del Taco, full meal, five bucks. It's crazy. It's impossible. It's like yeah. Subway. You know, Subway's got 40-something thousand locations, and they're closing them every day. Really? Yeah, there's a Subway closing somewhere every day. Because it's just too cheap. How do you make a $5 sandwich? Yeah. <laughs> you can't. <laughs> you can't. I mean, and it's funny because, like, it's inflation, right? But people that are used to a $5 sandwich expect you to give them a $5 sandwich. Yeah. If it's a $7 sandwich, be like, oh, inflation. They're like, okay, well, we're going to eat somewhere else. Yeah. They only want $5 sandwiches. Thanks for watching that clip from the Ryan Pineda show. If you want to see the full interview, you can actually find it in the link below. Make sure you're also subscribed on both YouTube and Apple Podcast.